Welcome to No Office, a podcast about work, technology, and life from a remote company perspective. In Nosby, we believe that work is not a place to go. It is a thing that you do. That is why since 2007, we run our company 100% remotely. In Nosby, there is No Office. The No Office podcast is sponsored by Nosby Teams, a to-do app that helps model teams do great things. Go to Nosby.com to learn more. Don't cram 20 people on Zoom. Fluorescent lighted office all day long. You know, you probably are going to work from home. Hello and welcome to No Office, a podcast about work, technology and life from a remote company perspective. My name is Stefan Sobolewski and today... Michael is on vacation, so I managed to invite to this episode our CTO, Radek Pietroszewski. Hello, Radek. How are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for accepting invitation. Uh, you might know Radek from the Podcast FM, our former podcast uh, that he ran with Michael for five years, I guess. Yes, 2015 to 2020. It's never been officially cancelled. It's just um, on an unusually long hold. Yeah, and I know there are many listeners that, uh, that ask for, for more episodes of the podcast, but that's what I managed to negotiate with Radek to invite him today for No Office podcast. So, Radek, how many donuts have you eaten already? Well, I've had one. Mm, there's one more waiting for me, and um, I don't know why. There's just two, so there will be more coming but I'll have to leave the house for that. Yeah, I also had one and I have three more waiting for me because today mm. is our special day in Poland. It's called, it's called Fat Thursday and we eat donuts that day. And our donuts uh, are much better than American one, I think, because we don't have a hole inside. Yeah, I, I never really understood the hole. Like, why do you take something that's perfect and then make make a hole through which everything just oozes out. It's just so impractical. Don't do that. Don't don't make the hole. Just don't make the hole. Don't make the hole, yeah. So today I wanted to talk with you about about Kaizen stuff, about constant improvements, uh, etc. Because you are the guy that, that take care that we have the constant appetite, constant effort to, to do it regularly. And we have many benefits from this, uh, but let's start that. How would you describe your role in our team today in 2022? Because it's mm -hmm. for all these years we we are working together. It evolved to many different different paths. And how how is that today? Yeah, so I've had many different jobs over the years. They just happen to be <laughs> to have the the paycheck coming from the same person. Um, <laughs> Right now, um, I'm the person responsible um, responsible for all things technology in the new Nosby app, um, except for the server stuff. I don't, I don't touch the server stuff. But the iOS app, the Android app, the web app, the Mac app, beta, and the Windows app coming soon. That's, that's all under my jurisdiction. And um, essentially, my role is to make life easier for the rest of the team building the app. So... I make the infrastructure, so the tooling. Um, I prove out technologies that, that we use, set up guidelines, try out new things, um, make prototypes. Um, I, I built a couple of open source frameworks that 
well, we use to build uh, Nosby and, and make it available on all the platforms and be fast and, and whatnot. Uh, I work on Sync. Um, and aside from that, I do Kaizen, which we'll talk about, and I do performance. So I'm working on making the app fast. Yeah, so essentially, I'm, I'm, I think of myself as, as the person sort of on the side, helping out others actually build the features that, uh, that people use. So most of my work is not visible directly uh, for the users, but it underpins uh, the work of the great work of, of others. Yeah, like I, I think uh, I would describe your role that you make sure that others in, in the team can can build feature fast and without uh, any issues. Yeah. So that's your kind of a catalyst or facilitator. Um, okay. Yeah. M- maybe not, not just don't, don't use the word catalyst. That, that just, catalyst? Uh, you don't know? No, no, no. <laughs> catalyst. You don't have positive co- connotation with that word? <laughs> exactly. Okay. So you said performance. So let's, let's yeah. deep dive into performance aspect of your work. So because you... You are obsessed with with the performance of of our app, of our sync, uh, of the start time of the app, and mm-hmm. every couple of weeks I see I see on in our Nosby that you announce that oh here here's another batch of performance improvements now now the app is should start faster the sync is faster the first login is faster etc. But uh, besides of the app, what else? Because like performance of app itself, it's not only only performance you are optimizing. Mm-hmm. So making software fast is a slow process, <laughs> slow and tedious and frustrating, uh, which is funny. Um, but the thing is, um, there's a couple of constants in software uh, development. One of them is that software tends to get slow over time. It tends to get bloated um, as features are added, as years pass by, there's just more and more junk. And, um, and also from, from kind of the internal perspective, the quality of the code base, like the stuff that people work with, just tends to deteriorate, which makes it harder and harder to work on the app, to improve it, to make it faster. It's sort of entropy. You know, it's kind of law of the universe. It happens over time and you have to act- actively fight against it. It's the same thing as spaghetti code? Um, well, if you don't do anything about it and do let entropy do its thing, then eventually you end up with something that people would call spaghetti code, which is like yeah. all things <laughs> tangled together, like impossible to disentangle and change into anything else. So this is sort of that so something that happens naturally. And and the thing is, it happens slowly. It happens over time. And it's very difficult in companies and in teams to assign time and effort and money into making that better, into making the app a little bit faster, uh, making it the code base a little bit less bloated, um, you know, cleaning things up, removing features. Like, no one wants to do that because it doesn't bring immediate obvious effect and it takes a lot of time. But what happens if you don't do it is that eventually, a couple of years in, you sort of have to declare bankruptcy. Like you just, it, it, it's just very difficult to, to do something with it if you don't work on it constantly over time. So those are things that, uh, that I spend a lot of my time working on uh, because uh, those are hard to appreciate at first, um, but, but it is a feature over time. Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't sell to say, hey, the app is not slow, it's pretty fast, actually. Um, like, it, it just doesn't sell the app. Um, but over time, if you don't do anything and the app just grows slower and slower and slower, 
people don't want to use it. Customers are unhappy. <laughs> you know, there's there's some other app with teams in the name that that people seem to be really not like um, uh, because it's bloated and slow and and so many eg- examples. Yeah, and adding new features and fixes are much harder to add because like yeah when code is bloated and when you add a new feature you produce five other bugs in different areas of the app yeah so so as for performance i just think of speed of the app as a feature uh, and not very well appreciated one but one that needs to be worked on to just fight the 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 nature yeah but still you managed sometimes to by doing a performance work you you deep dive into the code to the like uh, lower layers of the code. Mm-hmm. I bet you sometimes see some low hanging fruits that some features you can implement or improve. Like for example, uh, you implemented uh, bulk edit mode very quickly. That we we thought that would be that would take much more time to implement. Recently, you improved a lot our jump to. Mm-hmm. It's much much performant, and on top of that, you add, add some some features to it. Yeah, I, I rarely work on like features, like user visible things in the app um, anymore. Uh, and when I do, it's usually out of frustration. <laughs> like I hate <laughs> this. Why why doesn't it work the way I want it to work? And so I just fix it for myself. Uh, that's what happened with with jump to and and with with bulk edit. Um, What's also important to appreciate is that um, these things, they are hard initially and then they become doable. So um, we'll talk about Kaizen uh, in, in, in more depth, but uh, essentially as you unbloat the app, as you work on it, as you look at all the nooks and crannies of, of the code base, you see certain problems, things that could be simplified, improved, you know, things that are duplicated and there's like three different modules of ways of doing something like why did that happen why can't we have just one and and you start disentangling it you know pulling by by the the uh, the yarn and at first you you don't see any result you're just making yourself feel better that that you've improved something but you can't see the result but but as you pull on these threads and and improve things um then suddenly something that was just so tangled up with with many problems and hard to to change and improve uh, suddenly becomes easy so um you know with bulk edit you know this is like the nosby app it's a list of tasks that, like it's a big complicated chunk of of infrastructure you know the the list of tasks you know much more complicated than than it looks and so as we add new feature there's bloat and then as you unbloat it like suddenly hey you know adding bulk edit that's not so hard anymore so actually that's uh, your work like i can now really appreciate because like last year we shipped 46 updates to nosby yeah then then it was nosby teams now it's it's new nosby and that's pretty amazing comparing to all of these years we were developing nosby personal even like we were shipping i don't know like one update per two months in nosby personal in our high peak time yeah this is a completely different um it's a huge change in mindset and it's a big change in uh in tooling and infrastructure so in the old days and what we did before was kind of the old days mentality was that you know every release is polished every release is um uh like it's something you start add features that that you decide you need to add and then you polish it bug fix test and then you release it and it's a marketing release and 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 these days um 
like the app has to be stable and polished at all times. And we do things and we add things and most of them are invisible for, you know, weeks or months. But every release is stable and none of the releases are marketing releases. We just add things all the time. We ship every week, no matter what, unless something is like really blowing up. Yeah. <laughs> and then when we're ready to actually show something to the users that, you know, when that feature is ready, not the release, the feature is ready, then we flip, uh, flip the switch, enable it, people see it. Um, hopefully customers are happy. Uh, but it happens when we're ready, not because, hey, this is a 3.2.1.2137 release. No, no one cares. You just want to use the app and get your stuff done, get your life organized, make your team more productive. Like you don't care about marketing releases. So, and, and this way, um, you know, when you have all the tooling automated, when you dog food all the app all the time, it's always constantly being tested by, by machines and by us then, you know, there's no reason not to release. And so, yes, there's a slightly higher chance that we release some bug, you know, this week because we ship this week. But the upside is that if if we mess something up, people see much earlier, much more quickly. Like every release is a smaller chunk of changes. So whatever, um, whatever happens is just a small chunk of change. Uh, and you know, we we don't change the fundamental things every week, but we add some new feature. Um, not yet fully our our full idea for this feature, but it already works. People use it, give us feedback, we improve it. Next week, it's already a bit better. Plus, we don't worry about even shipping bugs because when we ship some bugs, they, and they are not critical, like yeah. we know we will have a release next week, so we can fix that. Very, very quickly, yeah. And we are almost releasing that uh, in this process for almost two years now. Mm-hmm. And I think we only had to do like hotfix release in the same week, like one or two times. So yeah. I think that's pretty good, uh, good result. Yeah, this is software. This is computers. It, it's, it's not perfect. It's never perfect. It's, um, it has bugs, unfortunately, and we can't avoid it. We do our best, but we can't avoid it. Uh, but it's it's sometimes better to ship just you know small, not that important bugs every week than you know a huge chunk of like new features and improvements. And oh, it turns out uh, you know it's just completely broken for people and customers not happy. All right, so let's go to Kaizen. Yeah. Every Monday, you and one front-end developer that is currently on on Ham, which is Horizon expanding month. We will talk about it later. You have a Kaizen event. It's it's some kind of pair programming or, or what's what's that about? No, it's it's not pair programming. Um, so uh, Kaizen, this is an inspiration, one of many inspirations um, that um, I've introduced to to Nosby from lean manufacturing. It's it's kind of this this philosophy that's been taking hold in manufacturing world, starting with Toyota and you know Japanese companies thinking uh, about you know a better way of, of running uh, companies in manufacturing and and some of these lessons are applicable so one of these ideas is kaizen kaizen means continuous improvement and the idea here is that you don't um, it's actually kind of similar to to us uh, shipping every week you you don't make these huge projects to I don't know introduce a new production 
technology or whatever, or just ignore things and, you know, just let things run. And yeah, there's some problems, but eh, whatever. Uh, no, you have to continuously improve to stay um, at the cutting edge to be the best company, the best technology company you can be. You have to be on the cutting edge. And so you have to constantly look for problems and not quality problems, like problems that customers are going to see but improvements to the process, the process of manufacturing, in, in our case, manufacturing code. And so um, every week we meet up, we have our list of ideas of things we can improve in the code base. And it's a little hard to explain to non-programmers, but we just notice things that are kind of hard to do, you know, take a little bit more time than, than they should, or things that we do all the time. So in the app, we have a lot of menus we have a lot of i don't know text inputs you know that there's certain elements that 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 repeat over and over and over and over again so we want to make them easier like easier to to use uh faster to apply to build a, a new feature using uh some sort of element there's um pokayoke pokayoke means uh, foolproofing so we notice uh we notice where we make mistakes and try to find a pattern in those mistakes and then we foolproof it. So we add a pokayoke to make doing the wrong thing more difficult. So for example, the app is translated into, I don't know, six, seven, eight languages. Whenever in the app there's some text that's translated, we refer to this text by its identifier. And um, it happened in the past that uh, someone made a typo in that identifier or the name of that, you know, the, the key of that text has changed. And then we ship the app with, you know, instead of, I don't know, it's saying single tasks um, translated into German, it would say, I don't know, underscore, single underscore tasks, string, whatever, right? So hey, we can change that. So we added a little bit of, you know, technology magic so that uh, when you enter the wrong key, it just highlights in the editor as read, like, hey, this key does not exist. Um, this is just one example of thousands. Like literally every week we notice something else that we could make a little bit easier to do, a little bit faster to do, a little bit harder to mess up. Um, or something that, hey, there's some duplication. Hey, there's some old stuff that we need to clean up. Um, some stuff like internal stuff to remove. Stuff like that. By doing this continuous improvement, you know, every week the the end result, like the user does not see it. And we notice it only a little bit. But like imagine you, you improve your productivity as a team member by, I don't know, 1% um, every week. Uh, now that's that's actually... When you think about it, 1% a week turns out to be pretty outrageous. So it's probably less than that, but 1% a week. Um, now, you know, take 1.01 and uh, raise it to the, the 52 uh, power. So 52 weeks in a year. And it turns out that your productivity has phew, skyrocketed, right? Yeah, and multiplied by our team members because exactly. the most improvements you made are applicable for everyone in a team. Like at least for developers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so by making small changes, but continuously noticing problems and fixing them, thinking about how we can make this better instead of pretending that they don't exist, like, eh, it's not a big deal. Every week, over and over and over again, you just make the productivity of our, of our team, um, the quality of the work that we produce for the customers better and better. And it's a tiny bit every week. And yeah, by, by changing things, sometimes we break things a little bit. 
but it's so much worth it. And I think you can see it, um, you know, being internally, but not a developer, how we just, you know, with the same number of people, we just become faster and faster and faster, you know, pushing out new features, um, you know, faster and, and better and with higher quality from the start. Yeah, like, as I said, we shipped 46 updates last year and I'm still surprised how how fast we can develop some base for the feature that actually already adds value and we use it and oftentimes we decide to ship it in that form. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's often like one week uh, one week appetite time for, yeah. for a developer to, to develop it and Thanks to those co- constant improvements, to to the, the, those Kaizen events, yeah, we we maintain our speed, our perform- performance of developing features. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's take a break here and thank uh, our sponsors uh, this week, which is of course us. Us, yes, Nosby. Nosby is task-based asynchronous communication app for personal, family, and business use. So let's hear what our customers actually say about the product. When we've been around for about 10 years, our business has, and we've been using Nosby for about eight of those years. And as we grew, we kind of got to the point where I just couldn't remember everything anymore. Um, I, I'm pretty organized. I would just kind of keep everything in my head and with post-it notes and things like that. And it just got to be too much. And so I started looking around for some sort of project management software that could help me have a set up really a trusted system. Um, but really, I just wanted a system where I could know that I had everything in there. I wasn't going to forget anything. I wasn't going to drop any balls for our clients or miss deadlines. All right, and we are back. Let's go back to talk about Kaizen improvements. You spoke about like dev tools, the tools we developers using for uh, producing a code, for writing a code. I also remember that recently you we improved a lot our build server. Yes. So this is one of the, the myriad of little technology pieces that um, that are not user visible technologies, customer visible technologies. But well, actually, actually, I can make it visible as a podcast chapter art and display it on the video version. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's ugly. I'm I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> well, it's not it's not a UI that customer sees. <laughs> True. Anyway, uh, long story short. Um, we build a lot, a lot of code. We have a small but very active team. And um, after every change, which we make a lot, um, you want to run automatic tests on the code base and make builds. So with tests, there's like five different tools that we run on the entire code base to to check for any errors that, that can be caught automatically without human interaction. And for builds, we have the web app, the Mac app, the Windows app, coming soon, the Android app, and the iOS app. That's five apps. And it takes a lot of time to build. Actually, not that much time, because one of the the Kaizen event um, uh, actions and and my own uh, time was spent on just making these automatic tools and the builds faster and faster and faster. And then uh, we have Apple come out with um, new computers, which are faster and faster and faster. So... Again, in, in the old days, um, you know, you'd make a smaller number of larger changes, larger commits in the 
the the tech lingo just because you know what you have to do afterwards was just painful and slow and the idea here is we want to be nimble and and very very fast and make lots of tiny changes you know things changes that are easy to review to test to just ship to the users and so we need the process of automatic testing and build making to be very very fast so uh, that's what CI CD means that's automatic testing and making builds and we have our own server for that because it turns out it's less painful and cheaper uh, to just have your own computer uh, do that and because we uh, make iOS apps we need to make our builds on the Mac uh, which is not ideal but you know it is what it is so we got the faster the fastest um, Mac mini money could buy and uh, just just put it on a shelf with a, a fast SSD, stuck it in um, in a server room uh, at our friends at the Warsaw Hackerspace, hackerspace.pl. Um, we have a nice um, server room, our server sits there, and, you know, every single time someone pushes a tiniest change to the code of the new Nosby, within... Four minutes and 30 seconds, um, there's five apps to download and test, and all the autom- automatic che- checks are either passed off or failed. It's like every change on every branch or only all those branches that have oh, have open PRs? Have open PRs, yeah. Yeah, so poorly. poorly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I can see that's pretty fast. And already today, I think we, we have, like, as I can see on... What uh, output of our build server? We already have three uh, versions. Yeah. Whoa! So- someone built it on on two a.m. <laughs> today, t- tonight actually. Y- yeah. Occasionally, someone does that. I don't know why. Not me. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. You respect your sleep. No, I do. So that's the. Is there some errors are bigger area that that you constantly improve uh, besides those dev tools and ci and code yeah um i think we we talked about the 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 majority of what i've been working on over the past year or two so it is the the improvements of the code base and and then performance and you know performance is you know sometimes it's like stacking a bunch of 5 10% improvements which is like doesn't sound like much but you have, you know, five or, or ten, 10% improvements, and then suddenly everything is so much faster. And and sometimes, you know, um, some new technology that we can easily use becomes available. So we recently shipped um, <clears throat> something that's called Hermes on our iOS app, and that made it three times faster to launch on iPhones and iPads, and twice as fast to, like, move between, like, views in the app. And it... It was just a few days of work. Like it's just something that became available, and I could use it, and and bam, three times faster. Just a, a gigantic difference, and it's 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 so fast. It's so fast that iOS doesn't doesn't even finish animating, and the app is already launched. And you know all these iOS native apps, they're they're not even that fast. Yeah, and what was really nice and actually surprised for me, like it would be even more surprise for me like two years ago but now after releasing up every week i see that like we just there's new piece of technology like external framework or like this hermes mm-hmm. we include it in our code base yes yeah 
and nothing blew up. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that was strange. Yeah, it's it it just worked. <laughs> yeah, part of that is external technology getting better and better. Part of that is our tooling getting better and better. Part of that is just our our skills get like getting improved. But but yes, in in this case, um, I made the changes. Uh, Camille and and me just tested it ourselves for a week. Just used the app with this changed. And then we use we all use it internally for a week, and then we shipped it, and nothing blew up. I can imagine a, a customer right now, uh, iOS app is crashing <laughs> because yeah, karma. My, <laughs> my 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 favorite. Yeah, that's true. My favorite thing was that the only error that Camille, uh, our our QA person, uh, found was that um, the his plan, his Nosby personal team, was valid until the year two thousand one hundred. And it didn't say uh, 2100, but 2099. Oh, no. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So we stole a one year of premium, <laughs> premium account from him. Exactly. That was, that was the one issue. Yeah, that was, yeah that's, that's the critical issue. We, but we fixed that, right? <laughs> yeah. So let's, let's talk him. Because as I mentioned, every week you, you meet with the developer that is currently on him. Yeah. Which is Horizon Expanding Month. Yeah. What's, what's, what's that about? What is the purpose of this? Because this is like we have three front end developers, not counting you. I'm a, a three and a half. We can say three, three and, and a half. half yeah. <laughs> okay. You can, you can be a half, half of a front end developer. Yeah. Yeah. And two of them are assigned to projects within a cycle to implement features usually yeah and one of them uh, is always on the scam and mm-hmm. like 50 percent in theory 50 percent of of his time he's supposed to spend on um, expanding his area of responsibility within the app yeah and the rest uh, like for on Kaizen events or implementing small improvements that actually can be done within one day or fixing like major major bugs support tick reply to support tickets. First of all, um, if I remember correctly, I came up with the Horizon Expanding Month name and it was supposed to be a joke. It was supposed to be making fun of corporate newspeak, but uh, it 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 stuck by accident, but we just call it hem. Like when you expand <laughs> the, when you expand hem, it just gross name. I don't like it. Anyway, uh, yes. So the idea was that um, you know it it it's great and all to to build features and and ship them to our customers, and customers are happy when you see new features. The problem is that um, features is all that customers see like it's what they they say they want most of the time uh, but the problem is that there's many different things around the process of building software that are not directly visible to our customers but if you neglect them um, things deteriorate over time and we talked about this already for example we we found it somehow somewhat difficult to um, to plan bug fixing so sometimes there's you know, just just bugs in the app, and 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 bugs can be a lot of things. Sometimes they're like, some of them are minor, some of them are major. But even the minor bugs, you know, if something is just misaligned and just looks ugly, but isn't it some place deep down that almost no one ever sees, then that's one thing. And then you can call the bug minor, but you see it every day, and it's really annoying. So so. 
what that means is that over time, the list of bugs, the, the stuff we could possibly fix, just grows very large, uh, even though the app is mostly fine. Like, yes, there's a couple of things to fix, but it's mostly fine. And yet there's a long uh, list of bugs and you have to decide which of them to fix. It's often not easy um, before you start working on it to decide how easy it is to fix. You know, sometimes a major bug uh, will take 15 minutes to fix once you get around to it. Sometimes a minor thing that you can just ignore and, and you know, no one will notice uh, would take hours or days of work. And that's part of the, the reason why it's kind of difficult to assign you know, developers to work on fixing bugs. So improving quality in that way by, by removing, you know, errors, um, imperfections. It's just hard to schedule. It's hard to pick what to work on. So, so that, that's one of the reasons why we thought, um, okay, we, we need, we need to do that. Like we need to spend some time working on that. It can't be the only thing because we could just be fixing and fixing and uh, and and people wouldn't wouldn't see that it's getting better um so we need to be fixing things then there's technological aspects like um the team members they they have to be growing they have to be improving and learning new things um it can't be uh like it can't be me building all the infrastructure yeah i'm in charge of all the infrastructure but there are certain areas that well i have to delegate so each team member has some extra responsibility that's like purely in terms of technology. But it takes time to, to learn and improve. And, and the learning and improving um, and experimenting with things in that technological area, like it's not something you can easily schedule. You know, you, you can't say, oh, you work for two weeks on that to build X. Like it's, it's kind of an open-ended um, endeavor right it takes time you know that but but you you can't like with features say we're gonna work on a week on that feature and whatever comes of it we ship yep. hence hem right uh, we rotate between um the team members and so that everyone has time like dedicated time to improve their skills in that area experiment with new things uh do bug fixing the person on hem has the plays a larger role um, doing code reviews. Um, everyone does code reviews, but but the person on him has slightly more time that that can be uh, like easier to find to to do reviews. And then Kaizen, yeah, it's me, but it like there's not enough of me to do all of that. And also, this is a a, a thing about culture, right? It's it's not just about spending time to continuously improve. It's people need months to start changing their mindsets and and start noticing the things that can be improved instead of doing things the way we've been doing them for years. So it's important that that these sort of extra responsibilities that everyone does some of that. And the reason why it rotates is because um, it's kind of hard to be like, hey, you have an appetite of one week to work on that feature. But then also, hey, you can't be focused 100% on that, on that task, like that specific and time-bound task, because also, you know, do the code reviews, oh, check out this bug to fix, and uh, hey, um, are you coming to Kaizen today, right? Um, yeah. It's just hard to be, it, it's hard to simultaneously be in the, in the 
mindset in the mode of mind of of focused like task based work this is the task and this is the time frame and in the mindset of like open open ended uh improvements and learning and exploration and and stuff like that it's just like two different types of work um types of mental activity you know Hence, it, it is easier to rotate that between every team member than have people split their their days or their weeks between these uh, responsibilities. That's that's really healthy too, uh, because we have three front end developers as I mentioned, and we work in five week cycles. So three and a half. So it's three and a half. Yeah, <laughs> we work in in five week cycles, which is yeah, almost a month. Yeah. So. That's why it's horizon expanding month. Uh, so each developer has one hem per three months. Yeah. So that's yeah. I think that's that's the healthy balance. And also you mentioned that it takes months to change habits to teach uh, our developers better better habits to figure out the places that can be improved. And I can see that in my work. Like when I remember how we used to develop Nosby Personal. I was so much needed to giving feedback to developers every day. Yeah. And now I'm 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 just needed in the week when we plan the cycle actually and a day after after in the next week when we do kickoff meetings and after that the developers are leaders of the project and they they really make great decisions not only like from the technical point of view but they grow in uh, in sense of design decisions also yeah like and i'm really glad how how the whole process works right um i think i lied i think it's like years not months um i'm 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 really proud of of our team and and how far we've come with this like it is very easy to to create in 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 companies uh, these bottlenecks these decision bottlenecks where people are just waiting on a designer or a manager to decide on something and it it doesn't just slow things down but it it just creates worse outcomes because you know you're you're a person doing the work it might be development but it can be what any industry right any any job you're doing the work you're spending weeks just being immersed in it understanding the problem the how to solve it possible approaches and then you're waiting for that one guy who spent hours and not weeks working on it. And 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 they might not have the full picture. Yeah, they they, they might be specialized in design or management. They do they they know things, they're experiencing things you're not, that's true. But as the person doing the work, you tend to have the the broadest picture of, hey, okay, I could do this and it would be a good result, but it would take me one week to get this done or i could do this and it's almost as good but i can get it done in an hour right it and when you have these these decision bottlenecks with 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 these extra decision makers it again slows things down and creates worse outcomes because it's hard to compress your weeks of experience working on something into something you can quickly express to a decision maker to approve or disapprove but at the same time, just people are really not used to pleading and making their own decisions in organizations. You know, people are employed and, and they 
they they see okay i ne- i need to know my place you know you know how companies organizations institutions are like you know people are very territorial people are about yeah. hierarchy so people are not used to leading making decisions they might have experiences that when they tried didn't enough well for them so it really takes a lot of effort um not just empower people by saying hey you can do it and you should do it and you're the best person to make that decision but to you know actually actually convince someone and 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 show them and and give them the opportunity to have experience with with making these decisions um to show them that yeah you can do it um so i feel like we've talked about like these sorts of ideas for years and it took us years to 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 somehow something changed and it kind of clicked and like we made some process changes talked to people explained it to them explained it over and over and over again until they got it and and they they just run with things and I don't need to be bothered all the time. You don't need to be bothered all the time. Michael certainly doesn't need to be bothered all the time with just minutia of building a new feature. You know, it's fine. the The developer can 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 get this done exactly. And even if they at initially when when we started to to encourage them to make their own decisions, even in short time. The the first decision wasn't weren't good, yeah. but it's a long term investment. They learn yeah. how to make uh, better decisions. And yeah. yesterday, when we had a kickoff meetings about calendar improvement, we want to improve some our calendar view in the app. And actually, yeah, I the people want to have uh, easier access to calendar. So the obvious thing is to add a add a possibility to, to have calendar in favorites. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, but for some technical reasons, because task list is a very complicated um, form of living in the cold. <laughs> yeah, so it's not that easy. But actually, Michu, who who will, who is the leader of the, this project, just just make a made an idea. Okay, what what if we do X? It will take fifteen minutes, and it might have a high chance to to actually do the job. And that's that. That is exactly what we want. Developers make good decisions. They are not afraid to experiment and see if even okay. Let's see if something that takes fifteen minutes, one hour, can do the job uh, instead of doing something that can take one week, as you said. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm uh, as I'm listening to to ourselves talking about these these different ideas. Um, I, I think it's important to say that they're not exactly completely independent ideas they they form a coherent whole like it's a it's a different I, I hate to use this word because it's overused in the corporate newspeak but it's a different paradigm of of organizing our work it's a different paradigm of building software it's like with i mentioned lean manufacturing you know toyota has been doing that for decades and they're doing fine and people are having a hard time copying them because you can take you know a la carte different ideas from it and they help they're interesting but when you have the whole it it really it really starts to make the most sense so here you know notice that it notice how it plays together with um us shipping every week like those are not two disparate ideas they they form a coherent idea of how you want to work uh you know a developer makes their own decisions and 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 we we ship we ship cheapo in small chunks we don't 
design and build the the best version of a feature that we can come up with because that takes you know and a disproportionate amount of time so you know some decisions might not be the best at first or like you know we 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 stumble but okay we we've spent a week working on that feature and that's it for now and it's already better and yeah this decision that that was that was bad we shouldn't have done it this way but guess what it's fine it's not like someone made some decision and 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 that got us into a six month project and at the end of it we <laughs> ship like no we've worked on something and sometimes it's great sometimes it's fine sometimes it's eh. but we ship every week and and we will we'll get to it again so this idea of you know him and developers being leaders of, of of these feature projects that that plays together with with kaizen it plays together with us shipping every week yeah but well, the, the funny thing is that camila was a qa person he he was always like to test everything before shipping etc and now he is the person responsible for driving our shipping process every week actually yeah yeah, so. <laughs> so he actually shipped 46 updates last week, last year. <laughs> All right, I think uh, we can slowly wrap up this episode. So Radek, tell me, because uh, as we said, your role in our company in building uh, current Nosby, uh, our main product right now, uh, evolved through all of these years. So you you had a big impact on design, how how. Nosby works, and mm-hmm. now you have a huge impact on, on the whole technology stack and our dev tools and how the code base is organized, etc., etc. This this Nosby is really you can say it's it's your child, but what's your favorite feature of Nosby? Well, you know, you're not supposed to have favorites. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I have one favorite feature, but but something that. Uh, that I, I really care about uh, deeply is these little power user improvements. So not things that, that every customer is using, but something I'm using because I use the new Nosby every day for the last four years, right? Um, well, since its um, inception, pretty much. Uh, and so I love the keyboard shortcuts and there's more keyboard shortcuts coming. And then you jump to, which I think will ship next monday or we've already shipped i don't remember yeah it's already shipped actually uh the one thing we didn't ship is highlighting highlighting uh, okay highlighting for for search and fuzzy search so i recently made some improvements to the jump to feature uh which makes it so fast and so fun to just um go to different places in the app i don't have to click around look for tasks um if i remember the name and i just hit command k and I type in like two or three or four characters, not just the full name, but a few characters that match. That's called fuzzy search. And, you know, we have this highlighting that that, that will ship, I think, next Monday um, that kind of shows why the search re- results show up. And it's very fast now. And so, you know, within two seconds, I can go between tasks and projects and, and just places it in the app without moving my hands off of the keyboard. And it's glorious. Yeah, I really like that too. And I started to use it even more after your recent performance improvements. Um, yeah, I would say now it's my second favorite. 
after <laughs> after incoming because incoming is just a magic <laughs> yeah i think that's it for this week uh Radek, tell me what day is tomorrow tomorrow is a mighty friday exactly mighty friday so make a do your weekly review plan priorities for next week and learn something new to have a great weekend Uh, we actually recently uh, launched a new website about our Mighty Fridays, so you can check it out on nosby.com slash Friday. And if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to help support this podcast, either by sharing it with a friend, leaving us a nice review in Apple Podcasts, or by just signing up for our Nosby app. And that's it for today. Say goodbye, Radek. Bye. This episode has not been created in the office, because in Nozbi, there is no office. Your hosts were Rafał Sobolewski and Radosław Pietruszewski. All the links and show notes you can find on nooffice.fm slash 36. The whole production process of this episode has been coordinated in a project in Nozbi app. Control is good, but trust and transparency are so much better. Thank you and see you in two weeks. Remember to have a mighty Friday.